Well, hello. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Uh, everybody, welcome. You are listening to Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I am Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. How's everybody doing? I, well, everybody, we can't hear from everybody, everybody else, but I, how am I sounding to you, Travis? You sound great. Yeah? Sound crystal clear. Do I, do I sound a little raspy at all? Not as raspy as I do, but maybe, maybe just a smidge on the raspy scale. I was scale. way raspier the last few days. Guess why, Travis? Why is that? I am not an adult. You're not an adult. Uh, I told you I spent last did week. You, did you catch a cold at no, preschool? No, no. I caught a. I caught a. Jake is a dumbass. Oh uh, no! I spent the last week in California. We went and saw. Uh, did you go some, surfing? No, because I. I, I went to. I three heard that beaches. everybody's surfing California. I went to three beaches. I went to Venice Beach, Santa Monica Beach, and uh, the first night we stopped. I can't. I want to say it was like La Cienega or something. I can't remember. La Cienega. Last year, I, I, I'm up my, I'm up in the night. I've never been, I've never pictures. been to Venice, but I've heard it's, uh, it's, in, it's a mixture of like rich people and the poorest people, and, and it's where they come to be together. You know, we hit there a little <laughs> late in the afternoon. I think that was on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I think it was hmm. like Wednesday night. So. Not a lot of the weird. Oh, although we did, uh, there was a guy in a full furry suit out in the ocean. <laughs> in the ocean? Out in the ocean. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to get those wet. Uh, you know, I, he probably had some good dry cleaning. I mean, I guess if you're wearing a furry suit, you got to take it to the limit. Yeah. <laughs> take it to the limit. Uh, in the take ocean. it to the limit. Maybe he no, was, was listening to the Beach Boys and it, was it inspired him. It was Capistrano that we Capistrano, went to the beach San Juan Capistrano. But uh, I'll, I'll fast forward to the, the key component, which was we went and saw Mr. Bungle. Oh, yeah. Who have not done a show together in about 20 years. As a... As a a just a on the on the fringe uh, Mr. Bungle person. Did they do the Super Mario song? No. Okay, because that's no, the first time did. I remember hearing of Mr. Bungle. They did, however, um, they did, however, open the show with a little rendition of the kind of like opening theme to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I am not a grown up, so when I get really hyped up, I will just scream at the bands that I like. <laughs> Yeah, you're then doing I woke up thing. in the morning and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It, I, that's your song. You played it. Good job. I'm doing a lot better, but I was pretty raspy for a few <laughs> days. Just I'm dumb and I'm like, <laughs> but worse. I uh, I was at uh, a Monday Night Raw this week. That's right. And, uh, it was on Monday, <laughs> oddly enough. And I like yelling things that are. I like to try to entertain the people around me. Okay. Like, you know, you know, when a wrestler, like just picture Hulk Hogan trying to pick up, uh, Andre the giant going to hear you from screaming. No, no, no. But just picture Hulk Hogan trying to pick up Andre the giant, you know, like at WrestleMania three and he's just too big and he doesn't know if he can get him and you know how they fail the first time they try. And I'll yell things like, yeah, okay. He's quite large. You might want to rethink that decision. (laughs) I just love yelling stuff like that just to make the people around me laugh. Like, is this guy for real? Yeah. Is he, is he really trying to give him good life advice? He's just shouting. (laughs) It's still real to me. Damn it. Over and over again. (laughs) Um, That WrestleMania three, when Hogan slams quote unquote slams Andre, even as kids, we were like, he did the best he could. I actually just watched the uh, Andre the Giant documentary, the one that was on HBO. Yeah. Because it's on the WWE Network now. That match takes up a good chunk, like probably a 20-minute chunk of that documentary. Is it re- oh, yeah. the documentary, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's him talking. They're talking about how he could barely even walk, to be honest. Andre? Like, yeah, he yeah. was he was in bad shape at that point. Yeah. yeah but he wanted, he wanted one more. He wanted that big match. 
So he they was one for the ages. They worked with him. Anyway, back to California. So yeah, so a couple of months ago, I saw this pop up that Mr. Bungle was going to do a show, and it was like, "Hey, the tickets go on sale in an hour." So I guess I had. So to it wasn't this. a tour. It was just like a, "Hey, we're going to get together and do one show." Yeah. Yeah, wow, that it, is a special show. What it turned out, what it actually turned out was oh, they. Um, I just reclined. They got together and played um, a dem- What was basically a demo tape. One of one of their albums that weren't really. It was just released as a demo tape mm-hmm. before the Warner Brothers re- or Warner Brothers records that they were on. I like Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. It's got more. It's got more just like the it's Zucker got more Brockers. tang to it. <laughs> it's like Super a little Mario, li- maybe Brockers. it's a little lemon maybe it's a little lime yeah it's zest but uh they they did this demo tape show and that's the thing is <clears throat> so in my mind i was thinking well okay they'll do this thrash metal album and they'll probably do an encore and maybe i'll get lucky and hear one or two of the songs i'm more familiar with yeah we got there and come to find out they're like no we're not doing any of the warner brothers album stuff all it is is it's going to be these demo tape things and some covers, which they covered Summer Breeze. Summer Breeze makes, makes me, me feel fine. fine. Blowing, Blowing like through the jasmine, jasmine in my mind. So they did that. They did that Mr. Rogers thing. And then the rest of it was just incomprehensible thrash metal, <laughs> which was a little of a bummer just because I'm just not familiar with that stuff. Because mm. You, you've listened to the California albums. You know it's a bunch of synthesizer and right. tubas and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This was just all super wild <laughs> thrash metal. and um, <clears throat> But, you know, still fun to see. And I will tell you, the highlight of the night is what of the night was um, Scott Ian from Anthrax did guitar for them. Does he still have the long goatee? He sure as hell does. <laughs> he wants to get recognized. He'd better keep it. Oh, that. yeah. Like that. That's Scott, Scott Ian all the way. I probably see eight guys a day that look exactly like him. Yeah, I work with... But just they don't have the super long I don't know if he's still there. There's a driver that I hadn't thought about. Like, is he just cosplaying Scott Ian? That he, <laughs> he was bald, much shorter, and just had a super long goatee. No, Scott Ian's still rocking that, but like... Remember when Anthrax did uh, teamed up with Public Enemy? Yeah, for Bring the I'm Noise. I'm the man. It was a, I'm, I'm the man. Is that not... No, I'm the man is, I think, a previous album. Uh, they okay. Just, they just did uh, Bring the Noise together with Public, right. with, uh, Public Enemy. That's a good song, man. Yeah, it is a good song. Good I times. like that song a lot. Um, <clears throat> but like, yeah, even, even not necessarily bass. How low can you go? <laughs> Death Row. What a brother. No, these songs, yeah. Um... Watching Scott Ian shred was so awesome. There you go. Like just watching this bonus material. This old guy whipping the guitar real hard, and his fingers just all over the damn place. <laughs> and uh, so you know, th- it was really cool to see. It was really cool to see. I wish I could have saw. It's a moment the, in time. I wish I could have saw them do some more. Uh, I I walked past Brian Posehn, which was weird. <laughs> He's huge, right? Yeah, he is. Ju- yeah, that I, was the thing. Is like I've we were met headed, him several times. He's we were huge. headed out of the venue, and this freaking. Like, uh, you know, this freaking behemoth blows past me. And, and that's when it registered, like, again, I'm going one way, him going the other. And it's just this, this Sasquatch blows past me. <laughs> that's not Brian Posehn, is it? And I look back and I'm like, yep, that's definitely, definitely Brian Posehn. Definitely Brian Posehn, yeah. Uh, He's I such think, a nice guy, too. I think the second night, we're, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure he was headed for backstage. So I didn't, you know, because 
uh, there, there was a friend of mine who makes a lot of fun of me saying that I look a lot like Brian Posehn, which you I don't do look anything like. Yeah. Well, back when I had bald the, and a beard and that's back it. when I had the super glasses, like, the much longer beard and was like f- more full. I, I looked a lot closer to it. Uh, I guess yeah. if you squinted. Yeah. Well, either <laughs> Facial way. feature wise, you guys so aren't I, even close. You know, I kind of told you this to... before. You're a bit of a Noah Wiley. Yeah. That's <laughs> I will say, I, you know, I wasn't going to go up to him like, hey, dude, check it out. <laughs> but I was, you know, it would have been nice to say. And, and like you said, he, he seems to be a pretty amiable guy. No, he's a great guy. Guy. So, and you know what? I, the one that got me is. so He makes he, me laugh so much, too, watching his stand up live. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, <clears throat> it's farts and. Stuff yeah, he's, like that, he's, but he's that guy. God, it's so funny. It's just so silly and goofy. It just, it makes my heart laugh. It's just the personality that he brings. Yeah, to yeah. But uh, the, I think the second show because they ended up expanding. That's how I ended up getting the tickets. Is uh, like the they kept opening up more shows and kept redistributing mm-hmm. tickets. And so, like the second or third day of it, where uh, you know it would open up and it would sell out in a half hour, because it's just like a lot of it goes to scalpers. Which sucks. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. But, like, the third day, you know, again, I I had happened to bend thumb with your face. Oh, they opened up more things. And it was that same thing. Like, oh, oh, shit, the tickets are going on sale in a half an hour. So I'm trying texting my friends, like, dude, they're going to sell tickets again. We should try. And uh, did they do a second show or just a big – they opened up more seats in the venue or what? I think they ended up doing four or five shows. Oh, okay. Wow. That was nice. the other thing is I think the second night Danny DeVito was there <laughs> on stage. No, just oh. the, uh, just looking at just following like their social media. They had like, hey, Danny DeVito showed up to give Mike Patton some acting lessons about how to treat the crowd. <laughs> and they're all hanging out with Danny DeVito. He's been a big Bumble uh, fan forever. Like, that's oh, cool. Wow. So um, I, you know, it, it's like 10 in the morning and I haven't, I haven't talked to my wife about making a purchase like, hey, I'm going to make a snap judgment of. I guess I'm going to go on a trip. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to get these. Sure right. enough, pops up, like, you have secured two tickets. I'm like, I, I, I shouldn't do this, but I guess I'm going to. Well, she just went to Hawaii. She so. did just go to, well, <laughs> I think you're that also now. was not planned at this point. <laughs> you know what? Was, Sometimes in life, you just got to, you got to make those memories. No, you're right. That's, yeah. And, and uh, talking to my, my friend Dan uh, travels a ton for work and just travels a bunch in general. And he is really good at just very impromptu making trips work so i called him up and he's a big bungle fan too and uh him and my friend josh we all went and it was just like i did so much stuff besides that um just that you know i told you about how the the wednesday night after we got home from the the show uh, my friend dan has a fitbit and he's like guys we walked 17 miles today (laughs) And would you have walked 17 more? Uh, just to be the man who walked, that'd be what, 34, 34 miles, miles to, to watch a Mr. Watch Bungle it. show. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like I said, we, uh, you saw some, you saw some of the stuff. Cause I was just dumbass posting Facebook about all yeah. the places we were going. Like, uh, you know, the second day we got up, we went to Roscoe's chicken and waffles, which was probably the favorite I, I got to have tons of great food and i gotta Roscoe's, get there i've never been there you go it's just a little place uh there's a a guy out front who seems to be in his like 60s or 70s who's been the doorman there from what i understand has been the doorman there the entire time nice he let us in we had this sweet little old woman as our waitress <laughs> she do you know put the hand on your shoulder 
sugar, can I get you anything else? Like, mm-hmm. can, can you marry me right now? Can you bottle your will attitude you, so I can will take you be it my home mommy? with me? <laughs> just loved her and had just this this plate of chicken and waffles as as big as like your torso. Mm, sounds good. Uh, just del- like such delicious fried chicken, such delicious. I had a side of grits. I love grits. You like? Uh, do you like your grits savory or sweet? Uh, these were of the savory variety. You know how I like them? You like them sweet? I like them both. I like, like them both ways. I can put uh, butter and sugar and some cinnamon. I can do, you know, shrimp, shrimp and grits, stuff like that. But just this tiny little really charming diner, lots of like R&B playing. And um, just... Did you hear some Tony Braxton? I couldn't tell you. Some, uh, what's it, Luther Vandross? I would not be surprised if a Vandross got did you? Did you have Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, did you hear... On the wings of love. I don't think I did, but that would have been good. Yeah, that's a perfect song. But yeah, just because you know, there's chicken wings, and it, it put us in a bit like <laughs> and fried chicken we is were, love. We were wrecked for food for most of the day because that. Oh my god, I ate so much. <laughs> like if I, you know, I'm not gonna say if when I go back, like Roscoe's will always be a part of the mm. trip if I'm close enough. See, I kind of stayed at, like the times I've been. I stay away from like the really famous places because there's always a line. Like, I've never been to Pink's to get a hot dog because there's always a line. We got to Roscoe's right I went to Carney's because Carney's didn't have a line. We went to Roscoe's right when it opened on a Wednesday. Mm. So yeah, middle of the week. Problem. That's probably a good call. Yeah. Um, so we lit out from there and uh, went to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery that was really cool. Oh, did you see Jim Morrison's grave? We did not see Jim Morrison's. We Let's see. I... I because it's not like they have a map to tell you where it is. You can look it up. I bet you can buy a map. Like I looked up a Wikipedia. There's 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 maps of stars' homes. Entirely, I bet there's a entirely possible. <laughs> we however map. did not like. We looked up a Wikipedia of notable people and sought out a few of hey, them. Hey Jake, I can get you a map of where all the apostles are buried at the Salt Lake Ooh. Cemetery. <laughs> if you want to go visit, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna Joseph that, Fielding Smith's grave. I'm going to let that be for now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let, I'm just I'll saying it it's slide. out there. Oh. Emo's grave, not on there. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just penciling this in. I'm sorry. There's an antique typewriter in the room. I'm checking that out. So, like, uh, I ran into just in walking. I saw Mel Blanc's grave. Ooh, that's a good um, one. The one that we, the one that we were definitely there for was uh, Johnny and Dee Dee Ramones. And like Johnny Ramone's grave is amazing. It's really? a huge statue of him with a guitar like on his knees. Uh, Do the two graves look exactly the same? No. Oh. No. <laughs> no, but it's like on a platform that's got quotes from like, there's a quote from Rob Zombie. and Oh, like, that's cool. Quote, quotes from other people. And then it's ringed around by like these kind of fence posts, like chained in fence posts. And all the fence posts have the logo from the Ramones on them. Hmm. Uh, just a gorgeous grave. And these are then, things that I should probably go check out next time I go. And then Didi Ramone's grave, it's like a big black gravestone. But, like, people come and they kiss it. So there are, like, lipstick marks all over wow. it. Wow. And then What color it, lipstick were you wearing? Uh, a gentleman never tells Travis. Oh, okay. It was and, purple, wasn't it? And then it? On, the, on the base, around the, the base royalty. of it, people had come and, like, left guitar picks all around the base Oh, that's cool. Those ones were really rad. Uh, I found You should out, have a bowl that says, take a pick, leave a pick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I, I think you saw the picture. 
when I was looking through the Wikipedia and I found out Estelle Getty's grave was there. Was oh, like, yeah, I remember that. We one. will find Estelle <laughs> Getty's grave and I will get a picture with it. And I'm not sure if it's ironic or not because I love the Golden Girls. So I got a picture at Estelle Getty's. Uh, I saw a mausoleum, a little, if you call it that, a little, whatever the little houses are that you can mm-hmm. go sit in them. I think that's right. Uh, it said Swayze on it. I Ooh. could not ever confirm whether or not it was Patrick Swayze's, but I took a picture of it anyway. Were you able to get in, or was there a bouncer? I did not try. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I went up to him. He told me, pain don't hurt, so I turned around and walked away. Um, you saw Terry Funk get thrown out of it. You're like, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely Swayze's. <laughs> so, someone was having their new Saturday night thing in the back, so I decided, you know, I don't want to go in at all. Jennifer Grey was laying along, along the top of it. Was that Jennifer Gray? She was in uh, Dirty Dancing. Oh, oh okay, okay. You're, you're mixing. <laughs> I said everybody else I'm, says I'm Dirty just Dancing. Strictly rolling Roadhouse in this. Yeah. Most people say Dirty Dancing. I say Dirty Dancing. Keanu Reeves is rolling around outside, shooting his gun yeah. in the air. Johnny Utah declaring that he's an FBI agent. <laughs> uh, I saw Anton Yelchin's grave. Oddly enough, there was a ghost. There's a huge statue of Anton Yelchin. <laughs> no, this was about Swayze, not Anton Yelchin. Oh. Sorry. Oh, anybody? Well, okay. <laughs> Too soon for him. Yeah. Swayze was in Ghost. I saw his. I saw Chris Cornell's grave, very, uh, very, just like a stone with his picture on it and Mm. then a garden around it. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Judy Garland's was there. I don't think we saw Judy Garland's. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any other notable ones. Actually, one of the other, like the fascinating. Sounds better than the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The Hollywood Walk of Fame is such a weird. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get that. Okay. You did that too? Well, I mean, the theater that we went to was on the... The Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well, yeah, when we get to... I, I'll, let's just say I was super disappointed by it. How's that? Because it goes forever. You could never see... You'd have to walk all along there. I, and you, there's always homeless people living on the, yeah, the stuff. I don't... I didn't... Like, it was fun. The night that we did that, it was pretty fun. Because we did some walking. But mostly it's like... I know that the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is not that big of a deal because you just pay to do it. It's pretty much just all along the street. Yeah, it's a long. It street, goes for miles. Like, <clears throat> it's not like you're gifted. It's not like you do well enough that they give you a, a star on. The oh, you mean game. you pay to do it? Is in you pay to get one? Yeah, you pay. Okay, to get I thought you meant like to see them. From what I understand, it's like a certain amount of money, and you get a star on the Hollywood. Line. Yeah, yeah, you make it, a you make a donation. I think I think you need to have some. I, I guess I don't know the I don't know the process per se of like I'm sure you have to have some sort of credits. But I think it honestly comes down to if it, enough money is paid, you get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, that's, that is how it works. <clears throat> so the other thing that was really fascinating about the Hollywood Forever um, mortuary was there are just tons and tons of just tons of these graves. Of you know, it's it's not like you, only actors get in there, and there are tons of there were lots of uh, Russians. It seemed mostly. I don't know if it's immigrants or what, but amazingly intricate graves hmm. like there was a there was one it was a giant marble stone and the the marble sculpture was of a woman like hanging off the grave like sobbing there was huh. one that was uh someone someone from like the space program had a giant rocket that was there oh that's so, rad just just it makes amazing. you wonder like these big marble things what the what that person's story was yeah yeah and, that, and where do they get their like just like like the Chris Cornell one, I'm sure was thousands of dollars. Right, stones are dumbass expensive. In, yeah, it's a in, racket in California. But these ones, so many really intricate artistic ones. What if what if graveyards name. just looked like the pet cemetery graveyard? 
Uh, Travis, I don't want to. Speaking of the Ramones, I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. <laughs> the the like I said the uh, the giant I don't want to live one, my life again. The statue. The, I'm gonna pull up the picture so you can see it. The statue of of Johnny Ramone is real big and real cool. I think they should all have statues. There should be an Estelle Getty statue. That I would have liked <laughs> a great deal. Who wouldn't want to get a picture with an Estelle Getty statue? Uh, yeah, that's. So that's the the statue of Johnny Ramone. Oh, that's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's more like a monument than and a gravestone. Since th- there's the Swayze one. Uh, wow. So I don't. I don't that know. looks like it's been there for a little while. And that though. one was that one was right next to the uh, Johnny Ramone one. That's the Dee Dee Ramone one with all the kids. Oh, that one's cool too. That one kind of. I mean, it's got the Ramones logo on it, which is cool. Yeah. But uh, so we from there we lit out of there and went to Griffith Griffith Observatory, which is rad, right? Yeah, it was neat. It's a really cool view. So many so many things have been filmed up there. It's it's really good. Did you watch the the little movie? No, we we didn't spend a ton of time there. I think all three of us were. It was like we. I think that was when the Roscoe started kicking in, and we were uh, all starting like our bodies wanted to have a food. Oh, coma. They've, they've got really good toilets there. <laughs> yeah, they, Travis. They didn't. They didn't. Can I tell you a Scrimp secret? On no the one toilets. else is going to find out about this, Travis. What? My body shuts down when I'm on my vacation. I didn't poop for like six or seven days. What? <laughs> that is not healthy. <laughs> I know. I do that when I go camping, though. I know. Because I, I know in the back of my... It, and it gives me anxiety because I know in the back of my head, I'm like... The, it's not just turning into steam and leaving your body. Like <laughs> it, it has to come out at some point. So then anytime... Like I said, uh, you'll you know, just sweat it out. Us going to the <laughs> to the venue for the theater, like I know at that point, like I haven't nothing has left my body in three days. And it's then it's a, at some point, like, does it turn into an owl pellet? <laughs> yeah, just like, <laughs> there's like bones and things in it, <laughs> like a, a button and a nickel is in it. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to this show, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, what am I going to do if like you know, in the middle of this concert that I basically, this whole trip is around like all of a sudden the, the conductor at the, at the front of this train says, well, it's time to, time to start dropping some weight. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so again, Griffiths park observatory. And, uh, did they have the, uh, uh, the Faraday cage going? What is a Faraday cage? It's, I, I know I've heard this before. It's a it's basically a cage that contains uh, it contains like electricity and stuff like that. But they've got oh, they've the got Tesla a thing that shoots thing? like you know, they've got a Tesla coil inside inside a Faraday cage. That's yeah, where I, I got saw it confused. The Tesla yeah. coil, but they weren't running it. Yeah, they weren't running it when I was there either. I was kind of bummed out. Yeah, but it's yeah, inside you know, a Faraday cage. You do. Had a giant pendulum there that I think was supposed to be telling time, but yeah, we didn't stop for very long, so I didn't really. It's a it's quite a hike to not spend a couple minutes checking things out. Did you guys have to walk up? No, not really. Oh, when I went, no, we we paid for parking. We oh. rolled the dice because uh, kind of. Oh, I paid the, for parking too. Down the hill, <laughs> they said they were like park here. There, it's going to be like. All the parking near it is going to be taken, and yeah. so my my friend Dan was like, uh, "Let's roll the dice." We drove up, and basically, we parked like out front of the observatory. It, yeah, I drove up to the top just to see if there maybe there was a spot, and there wasn't, and I had to go halfway down the canyon. Yeah, that's where they were trying. <laughs> and to And then you have park. to retrace back up. Yeah, we got lucky on that. <clears throat> so we lit out from there to a secret location that I'm not going to talk about, but that took up some of our day. Uh, then we. This was the funny, another funny part is, 
So we had to get from the place where I can't talk about to our Airbnb, and it was about 26 miles, and it took us two and a half hours. Yep, that's L.A. But (laughs) the GPS didn't route us onto the freeway. It routed us through neighbor. It kept telling us like ways to save time because the freeway was just jam-packed. Right. So it kept routing us through neighborhoods and city streets. Like we went through Hollywood. We went through Beverly Hills. We went through like all kinds of crazy places. Two and a half hours just to go 26 miles back to the Airbnb that we were at. Yeah, it's crazy. It, <clears throat> it, traffic there is so crazy. They, they actually have a subway, but nobody uses it. Most people don't even know it's there. But oh, yeah? Did you know they had a subway? I I, I like to eat fresh. <laughs> did you know that, uh, where, where do you think if, if there was a subway in a town, what's the logical destination that it would go to and from? For, for people, you know, flying in, flying out. I don't know. You think it would go to the airport? One would have to hope. You think it would, right? It doesn't. It doesn't go to the airport. (laughs) What's the point of having it if it doesn't go to the airport? Just more cars on the road. I guess so. That's LA. It's a cool place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. I think it was... So I... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was after... Unless I was making a lot of money, then I would deal with it. <laughs> I think it might have been after the undisclosed location where we went to Venice Beach for a little while just to walk. And that was where the dude in the furry costume out in the ocean getting pictures taken of him and his dog. You mean Venice Beach where Hulk Hogan is from? Uh, we did not run That's in. what they used to announce. From Venice Beach, California, the immortal Hulk Hogan. I had no sign. He's actually from Florida. And I think it was from there that we went back to the Airbnb and then took a lift over to uh, the um, the Fonda to see the show. And that was not happening for us. We ended up going to the Frolic Room, a bar a couple of blocks down the street. Mm-hmm. That was off the Hollywood Strip. Or not the Hollywood Strip, the Walk of Fame. And the Frolic Room was rad. It's just this tiny bar, lots of, like... Um, Hollywood royalty, old Hollywood royalty had been drinking there. Uh, they, like they supposedly Sinatra used to drink there. There was a there was a picture of Jerry Hale, the uh, is that the right name? Jerry the, Hale, the skipper from. Oh, it's Alan Hale, Alan right? Alan Hale. Okay, Alan Hale. Is it Alan Hale? I know it's not Jerry Hale. I don't know. Anyway, the skipper. It was, it was the skipper. It was the skipper. And uh, just just like all kinds of pictures of old Hollywood and. Just a great atmosphere and just had a blast hanging out there and, and you know, uh, uh, and then going back and seeing the show and then from there going back to another bar and just like, we were just going a mile a minute the whole time. And that's just one day of our trip. Wow. Uh, we went uh, the on Thursday, uh, my friend Josh had to go back for work. And uh, so my friend Dan, I was like, hey, you want to just go to vegas so we just lit out went to vegas stayed at the westgate like 27th floor of this hotel the westgate in vegas yeah and uh i have a timeshare at westgate is that right in park city but oh (laughs) i can get discount i can get discounted stays at the vegas one well it's not it was nice like the room that i was in it's pretty new i think big old damn bed huge like that was so in vegas we went to this amazing japanese restaurant Mm. had just this was in between everything? You just drove to Vegas one day? It wasn't on the way home? Yeah, it was. Well, instead of spending Thursday in California, because we oh, drove okay. home Friday. Oh, Friday, okay, I see. Instead of making the whole drive on Friday, on Thursday, we were, we we had, we had couldn't really bounce on anything like we were 
super wanting to go see. I was maybe okay. going to go to Amoeba Records. I thought you went to Vegas <laughs> and then back to L.A. again. No, no, oh, no. Okay. No. So drove to Vegas, went and had amazing dinner, like, and then came back to my hotel at like midnight, dog tired. And I'm like, this tub is giant, and I never do this. I'm gonna just, I'm just laying a giant tub and soak for an hour <laughs> before I go to bed. Soak your little piggies. Oh, the piggies got the good soak. <laughs> oh God. Some Epsom salt. That's not, and, and that's just a bath not, bomb? That's not even all this. St- like I just had so much fun, Travis. It sounds like it was a lot go, of fun. Like one of those trips where instantly I just want to go do stuff like that again. I want to go to Roscoe's Inn, like. And that was another favorite part of my trip was uh, my friend Dan was super chatty with all of our Lyft drivers. Mm. And while we were in Vegas, uh, this older black guy was giving us a ride. And he talked about how he had lived in. So his coming to Vegas, he came to Vegas from living in L.A. And came to L.A. from living in, I want to say it was like Georgia. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was all, it all came about from, he moved to LA, him and his wife moved to LA because his parents were sick and he was taking care of them. And then a granddaughter of his got sick and he moved from LA to Vegas to take care of her. Hmm. And so my friend Dan was talking about like, uh, you know, so you have to choose one. Do you like the California food or the whatever? I, I think it was Georgia, but whatever Southern food he's talking about. Like, oh man. Oh, I can't even choose. He's just like, oh, it's just different. They're both so great. And that that's when Dan mentioned, like, we'd gone to Roscoe's, and he literally was like, oh, I would have told you if you guys missed Roscoe's. Like, you guys missed out. <laughs> like, just fun chatting with him. And my one of my all-time favorite things, he started talking about golf, and he's not a good golfer. And he mm-hmm. says, like, oh, you know, I just like to sit on the cart and get beers. He's like, I don't even like to get up and get beers. I, I call out to the women, and, like, I'll just be like, hootie hoo, and just the whole time bring him stuff, so. <laughs> Apparently, what we need to do, Travis, is just everywhere you go, chat with the drivers. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, you didn't go go to Leo's Tacos? No. Oh. We went to... A, we, on. That's the first place I'm going. On uh, Tuesday, when we got into ta- into L.A., we went to this place called Lupe's, and that's where I I, I had a couple of really good uh, surf and turf tacos, and then we got these things that they call stoner fries. Stoner fries? And it, was, it was a tortilla... The bed of it was a tortilla, okay. a mess of fries. Uh, there was, let's see, there was steak, shrimp, lots of cheese, uh, who knows what else on it, and then mm. topped with a fried egg. Mm, sounds good. It was I know too good. Carne asada fries are huge down there right now. Yeah? I mean, it's no avocado toast, but it's still pretty big oh, down that there. That was the thing. I should have tried to find You know what avocado that, toast is? It's just toast it's with toast avocado, with avocado spread yeah, on sure. it. That's all it is. Yeah, sure. You can make that at home. Get some sourdough. It's probably good. I like butter, but I guess avocado is better for you. I don't know. So, like, when you go traveling for, for stand-up work, how, do you plan much stuff around it? Do you just get there and then decide what you're going to do? Or? I think, that was, again, that was kind of the cool thing of the trip is there was, like, three or four things that, he, that my friend Dan was like, I need you guys to see these things. But then most of it was just... Hey, what do you guys want to do? Sometimes I plan stuff. Like when I was in Carson City, I planned to go to Tahoe because I haven't been there since I was a kid. And then I, you know, I look up on my phone and it told me it was going to take me like two hours to get to Tahoe and then two hours back. And I was like, well, not going to Tahoe. (laughs) So I just kind of like hung around, just saw Carson City, whatever there was to see there. You know, went around Reno a little bit late, late at night with some other comics and got the gist of Reno 
But yeah, I, I, it depends. Like when I'm in LA, a lot of times my friends are working or whatever that I'm staying with. So it's just kind of me. So the last time I was there, I kind of just went and saw movies to be honest, because also I didn't even go to LA that much to be honest with you. I spent most of my time in Burbank and in Hollywood, which to me is more fun. That's where all the studios are and stuff like that. So you drive by and you'd see like Netflix headquarters, you'd see uh, Warner brothers headquarters, stuff like that. You'd see, you could see where the, um, where the Disney lot was. I, I should have gone to universal. I never did, but eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I kind of feel weird. Like I could have gone to Disneyland to check out, uh, galaxy's edge, but I didn't want to go without my wife and kids. You know, I felt weird about doing that. I almost feel a little guilty because they were, all, they actually were giving me crap like work trip. Huh? Cause I kept calling it a work trip. Because I was out doing stand-up. Look, you, you are... Work there. trip. Oh, work You're trip. Out, how, you are there for a work trip, but yeah. you have time. What do you? Are you supposed to purposefully deny <laughs> yourself these wonderful right. pleasures? Right. I don't know. Maybe maybe next time I go down, I'll, I'll do a little bit more stuff like that. Like, I did go to the Griffith Observatory and check out stuff like that. There's a few things I, I did go do that I've I'll always wanted you, to see. Next time you go out, Travis, you got to go to Roscoe's. Yeah. Roscoe's is more into, like, downtown L.A., isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I didn't really get to know. downtown it felt, L.A. It felt like everywhere was not that. Because, I mean, we <clears> went from Roscoe's to Griffith, Griffith uh, Observatory. Oh, really? So. How long or no, How long of a ride no, was it that? Was, it was Roscoe's to the Hollywood Forever uh, Mortuary or whatever. And okay. from there it was to Griffith. Is that in Griffith Park, the mortuary? Because Griffith I, I, Park, I drove quite. I drove through that a few different times. I will say, I will say, Travis, you were talking to someone who sat in a car and didn't uh, think too much about where we were. See, I was driving, so I was checking stuff out, and I'd be like, "Oh, there's UCB, or you know, oh, there's the." I think I remember driving past Scientology UCB. Temple. <laughs> While we were, that did you was see the purple one? one? That was another funny one. As I we, stayed within a football's toss of the of the, the purple Scientology Temple. I don't think we saw that, but. Um, while we were at the frolic room, my friend, my friend Josh likes playing Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. and he perks up and goes, "Guys, guys, there's a Pokemon that I don't have near here." I'm like, all right, all right, I guess ride or die. One more time, we're going for <laughs> it. And as we were walking along the Walk of Fame, we walked past a building, and some woman like started trying to chat us up, and she's like, "Come in, I think you guys would really enjoy it." And hands a a card to one of my friends, and we keep walking because Pokemon, right? Right. And my friend starts laughing. He's like, what? And he hands it to me, and it was for an L. Ron Hubbard exhibit. <laughs> You're like, nope, we're not going back there. <laughs> oh, come on. You want to see the sights. Oh, <laughs> it was so good. So good. Now you've given me, you've given me the, the itch to go back. In Vegas, I went to this dive bar called the Double Down Saloon and had uh, <laughs> two shots of what they call ass juice, which Ugh. was terrible sounds like a good name it was man. terrible i think they put i think they put like battery acid in it or something i don't know <laughs> it was it was super gross and watch like some local like grungy punk band play a couple of songs <laughs> yeah i'm thinking like <clears throat> next month when i go to vegas i'm kind of thinking what should i do because i'm going to be there by myself i have got a restaurant i'm only there for a day there is it that that restaurant that i ate at uh i will i would like it if you would go there because it was I mean, if you if you like that, you have to food, send me obviously. the name. What yeah. kind of food was it? I think it was called Izakaya Go. Izakaya Go. So it was Japanese food. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I had like I had I had this sashimi that I can't remember what it was, 
And I have never had the sensation of like taking a bit of sushi into my mouth. And it's like it, when people say melt in your mouth, feeling that sensation of like the fish, and this is going to sound gross, Trav, (laughs) the fish had kind of almost the consistency of a paste, but it was, it was, it was a transformative experience. Wow. Like, Oh, this food, this is not food. This is food. You'd be cray cray. Had this beef bowl with pickled radish in it. That was, you know, super Hmm. like just amazing food, man. Had the best, you know, I, I ain't exactly a connoisseur, but that I had sake there that was maybe the best sake I've drank in my life. Hmm. Um, hopefully, like I've get, I'm getting a food voucher. Maybe that's included in my food voucher. Well, you never know. And it wasn't it was fifty dollar food voucher. It wasn't super expensive. Like again, we were there on a Thursday night, and um, that it was really it was really cool. The waitress that we had. You know, we just started asking asking her, like, what do you recommend? What's the best stuff here? And she'd point out stuff. We're like, what about this? She's like, ah, you know, that, that stuff, with what you guys are trying to do, don't worry about doing that. And then she looks at her watch. She goes, you know what? I'm going to come back in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes, it turns to happy hour, and all the stuff you're ordering goes on discount. <laughs> so, like. That's a good waitress. That is a good waitress. I hope oh, you yeah. gave her a nice tip. I gave her a very nice tip. That, good, I good. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it, it wasn't super expensive. And just delicious, delicious. Awesome. Went from there, did the bar thing, and then just went back and soaked in a tub, got up and drove back to <laughs> back to Salt Lake. And, and now you're here again. Uh, home again, home again, jiggity jig. You missed the snow. Missed the snow. It, it's pretty nice today, so I'm assuming tomorrow's going to be trash. I don't know. I haven't looked. Anyway, well, I'm glad you had fun. I had the time. Our hair. The time of Swayze's life. I did some fun stuff this week too. Trav, hit me up, brother. Mentioned earlier, went to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, with my son Cameron. That was, was a lot of fun. And we're on TV, right? Quite a bit. I went back and watched. Oh yeah. I watched it on the the Hulu version, which is only ninety minutes. And I stopped counting at like fifteen times that I saw. Hey. It, I can catch it really quick because my son was wearing an orange hoodie. So it was really easy to pick us out of the crowd. So you can get your SAG card off that, right? I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'll use it as a TV credit. <laughs> USA Network. You, honestly, WWE like, depending on, I mean, what, you're, you're trying to get stand-up. Do you do, when you try to get any kind of stand-up gig, do you send out resumes ever, anything like that, to let people know? I, like, I send out a bio things. and stuff like that, a bio and a video and things like a headshot. You're going to put that on your resume now? Featured, <sighs> Probably featured not. Too no. Many times? Featured so many times, I stopped counting on you know, Monday Right. You there are Friday. comics that do that. They'll be like, featured on, or seen on whatever network, you know, pick a pick a cable network, and they were in the background of something, or they walked up and said, how's the food? And they said, good. And that was, and well, I'm going to put that on my on my resume now, you know. Or, do you think of, they're doing that in earnest, or are they doing it, like, just to, I don't know. just for funsies? I don't know. I mean, it's not like I... <laughs> I'm definitely like when I put, can I use this as a TV credit? I was a hundred percent kidding. I'm yeah. not actually going to do that. Yeah, no, no, I was just, but there the, are, there are comics those, out there in the, in the, in the world that actually the, would do that. Those are the kind of things that I wonder if you put that on a resume, if you put that on a bio that you're sending to a club, you go like, ah, yeah, this guy, ah, okay. Is it something you think moves the needle anyway that if you're being, cute, I don't think anymore it does. I or think, do you think that people are just, that's gauche now. I think, you know, 20 years ago, if you were on The Tonight Show, it was a big deal. If you're on The Tonight yes, Show sir. now, uh, I know lots of comics yeah, that are... Yeah, if you're on The Tonight Show now, that should be in your bio to try and go to clubs, right? No, I 100% agree, but I talk to people that have done The Tonight Show, and they're like, yeah, people don't care. 
It's kind of sad, actually. Mm. If you had a viral YouTube video, then people care. When do you think it stopped mattering? Is it a? You, I think it's just because there's so much I'm just entertainment out there. When? I've just wondered of. I don't know. I wondered if it had anything to do with like it. John, John or standups were a big deal to Johnny Carson. Right. So it, if you were on Carson, especially if you brought you over to the couch, that kind of that was a sp- specific credit thing that you would get as, from being a comic. Did it mean the same thing in Jay Leno era? Mm, I don't think so. Would it, did it mean the same thing? And Leno is a comic, it, which which makes it weird. Yeah. I always wanted to be on Conan. I I never wanted to be on Leno yeah, or anything I think, like that. And, and I think Conan, for whatever reason, has that has maybe not the same juice, but similar cred as like a, a Carson. I think it, it's cred for somebody who actually cares about stand up. But I think there's a lot of people that just want to see somebody that's famous. Or they know them from one specific thing. Like, I'll use, like, say, Adam Devine as an example. People know him from Workaholics or maybe from the movies he's in now. But he actually started as a stand-up, and he still does stand-up. So if he's coming as a stand-up, people would go see him not because, oh, I heard he's a really good stand-up, but because he was on Modern Family, which I like, or he was on Workaholics, which I like. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. People are more a fan of somebody because they were in something that they liked. Well, it's, it's more kind of so like when Mick Foley came is you're going to get a crowd that isn't right. Isn't that concerned about what the performance like? They just they want to see mankind. Yeah, they want to see Mick Foley and he's to tell stories and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's fine. And that is fine. Mick was cool, right? Mick was great. Mick, yeah. Not what Mick is. Mick cool. is great. There you go. Mick is great. So. so how did how was the wrestling you saw? It was a lot of fun. I, I was a little concerned that it was going to be boring, just because they take so many commercial breaks and things like that. But if there's a match happening, they just keep wrestling during the match. If it's a commercial break, they they'll do them where they come to the ring and then everything goes dark, and the person's just standing in the ring before the next person comes out. Mm-hmm. And then they have they've got the like the Titantron, so they'll play. A little video of something like at one point they played a video of Dancing John. Baby? I wish. No, they played a video of John Cena on Jimmy Fallon playing <laughs> okay. playing a slap fish game. All right. So they were slapping each other in the face with fish, and people like that. Or they'll play a Wait, little. Are you talking little... about Vin Diesel's brother, John Cena? <laughs> indeed, indeed. But hard to tell. They, they kind of they they keep they keep you interested in between, which is which is good. But the show is a lot of fun. Uh, you we got to see uh, Becky Lynch, the man, come out. Uh, the one person the Cameron and I really, really wanted to see was AJ Styles, and he wasn't there because he got hurt at the Royal Rumble. So he separated his shoulder, so he wasn't there. So we were pretty bummed about that. But there was a lot of other wrestlers there that were that were there. There were some good matches that happened. Drew McIntyre, who's gonna, he won the Royal Rumble, so he'll face uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Was there? Brock Lesnar was actually there. Oh, was surprise he? at the end of the show? He attacked the guy. That's going to be wrestling him at Super Showdown in a couple weeks. So <laughs> okay. he came out of nowhere and attacked him. But it is a, it's a lot of fun. They do matches before the show starts. You get about four hours of wrestling, to be honest with you. Sometimes they even do like a dark match at the end. They didn't this time. But sometimes they'll do a match at the end of the show. But what, is it, what does it mean, a dark match? It just means it's not televised. Oh, oh okay. So... But they didn't do one of those this time. How long did it end up being? Oh, we were there a good four hours. Woof. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So you got your money's worth. Oh yeah, definitely. And it, it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff that goes into a, a live recording like that. And it was the day where it snowed really bad here. So they kept showing, uh, you know, on the jumbotron and like throughout the show, this is what it was like in Salt Lake city today. <laughs> they, they were urging people to stay off the roads, but look at all the oh. fans that came <laughs> <laughs> and they'd show the panning shot of of all the people and it was a really good turnout like I, I don't know if it was sold out but the place was full they didn't sell every seat in there because they block things off for you know tv reasons but every seat that was available it was it was pretty full it was a lot of fun and then last night my other son brady and i we went to see uh mystery science theater 3000 live That's and cool. that was really cool and it, was it's it, weird. Was it MST or MST3K or was it yeah. the, the um, what's the other thing that they do? Uh, it wasn't Rift Tracks. Wasn't Rift it Tracks? was it was MST3T3K, and Joel Hodgson was there. Oh, okay. He was yeah. a part. This is his last tour apparently, so they're going to be passing the torch to some. They've got a, a you know new person doing. Was it Joe Tom Servo and Crow for the Netflix? Yeah, he was one of them that did. He was he was the Joel character basically. Yeah. He was the human. But they, you know, they're passing the torch on to this. I, I want to say her name was Ella or Ellie. I think it was Ellie. Anyway, and then they've they're passing, you know, new character, new uh, cast members and stuff like that. And they introduce them at the end. There's a that's cool. A new guy doing Crow and a new guy doing Tom Servo, and they did a great job in the riffing. Like I like it, like when I'm watching it. But the riffing live, it was just joke, 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 joke. joke. It was nonstop, like. Your face hurt from laughing and smiling because it was just joke, joke, joke. It was so mm. rapid fire. What did you watch? It was never, never give up, never surrender or something the like that. The one with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. yeah. No retreat, no surrender? No retreat, no surrender, Johnny, yeah. No retreat, <laughs> no surrender. You're familiar with it. So I, was it I was doing so the motions good. correctly? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> It was so funny and ridiculous. Van, Van Damme is hilarious in that. Because that was like his first role, maybe. It was. We looked it up. That was like his third or fourth. <clears throat> he was in like foreign stuff before. It oh, might have okay. been his first American role. Yeah. But it was it was fun. And we were talking about it on the way home. And we're like, so the bad guys just go to like karate schools and try to put them out of business? Is that That's their whole MO in life is just getting rid of karate schools but it's a well it's like it's a ridiculous movie but they had fun with it and they did all the interstitial uh interstitial stuff where they would you know pause the movie and the numbers would go backward yeah. like like on the show and then they'd come out and they'd do a little sketch and then between it was they were putting on a circus show or something like that so you had crow t robot is the strong man at one point and uh they had gypsy was there and she was going to swallow fire or stuff like that and it, Crow kept coming out as the the safety guy, like, this isn't safe, you can't do this, and stuff like that. And Tom goes, didn't you used to be the guy that said, I want to decide who lives and who dies? <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and there's puppets, and they, they go the whole the whole way. And Was that here? It was at uh, the Eccles. Oh, okay. The Eccles Theater. Huh. Downtown. And that place is really nice. It was, I thought it was weird they didn't let people in the actual theater until a half hour before the show. And we got there like an hour and a half early, it turns out. But we had already been wanded and like checked to get inside the building at that point. So it was like, well, if we leave, 
we're just gonna have to come back so we just sat there for like an hour hour and a half Weird. just before we could actually get into our seats but the the theater itself is really nice just don't go too early <laughs> otherwise you're gonna sit around and wait but the show itself was a lot of fun i would definitely go back when they come even even though joel won't be there and if the rift tracks guys come i'll i'll go see them too because yeah. i know they do live performances i don't know if they go on a tour like that they just kind of do them here and there but man, it was fun to watch live. Like I was a little bit like, eh, it'll probably be okay, but it was much more fun than I expected. A lot of fun. Sounds Check like it a lot out. Of fun. I uh, I got into a new show this week. Ew. Yeah, I've I kind of been looking for something <clears throat> new to watch with my wife. She likes spooky stuff, and neither one of us are very big Stephen King people you know it's not like we don't like stephen king but we're not like started we, watching the langoliers <laughs> maybe maybe i i think i am into stephen king now because we started watching castle rock and we're really digging it ca- explain castle rock castle rock is like once upon a time the you know the disney show where yeah all the dis it's kind of like that but it's stephen king oh it's like all of these stephen king stories it's kind of like an alternate universe so it's not like they're all happening at the same time, but it's a it's a town where Cujo happened, or there's references to uh, things that happen in It, or The Stand, or Shawshank is there, and I think in season two it actually has uh, the misery story is going to go. It's a young Kathy Bates. It's a uh, interesting. Yeah, it's actually really fun, and I don't catch every Easter egg. Every once in a while, something happens. Like there's a pet cemetery reference or something like that and i catch it and i'm like oh okay yeah i know that or there's kind of a children of the corny thing going on and sometimes it's it's just a it's just a easter children egg of the corny sounds like someone's netflix children of the special. corny <laughs> trav put that put that one in your pocket yeah, for when you yeah. get your netflix special i think that's the that's the name of this episode Travis Tate, children, children of, the, of corny. the corny but there's all these little easter eggs but the actual story itself i'm not even super familiar with the characters involved in it and I haven't seen the, there's 10 episodes in season one. I just finished episode nine, but I'm really enjoying it. And if you're a super like diehard Stephen King fan, I, I started listening to a podcast about it and that they're diehard and they're kind of like pointing out all the problems like, well, there's this and there's this. So if you're really like into the minutia of it, you might Problem not have wise, as like fun. This doesn't jive with the Stephen King verse. Right. You might, as someone who's read a lot of Stephen King, probably the best thing can happen that can happen is don't stick too closely to the Stephen King universe, right? And that's, I think that's one of the reasons I'm enjoying it is because I only kind of know about it. I'm casual Stephen King fan. I might want to check what's that on. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. Did you know there's a high fidelity series on Hulu? I did not. There was signage all over LA about the high the high fidelity series. Has it started yet? I think it's on Hulu. I don't know. I just saw a bunch of signs. Maybe it's coming it. out. I, again, I am never. When I, am, I w- I'm never surprised anymore about what's being made. When I was there, it was Righteous Gems everywhere. I man, Righteous. I liked Righteous Gemstones a lot. That was a fun one. Uh, <clears throat> I'm back on uh, Witch Watch 2020. Uh, oh, I've yeah? been reading more Witcher and playing more Witcher, and <clears throat> so I finished. I, I told. I, I forgot if we talked about. It. I finished that dragon. The story that the dragon episode's based on was. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Kind of the same up to a point, and then very different. Now the story that I'm re- the short story I'm reading in it now, I can almost with a hundred percent surety guarantee that it's going to be an upcoming episode, 
because it's the first time you in the books you see Istred, the uh, the dude from from uh, Jens Hogwarts that she was in love with. Oh, that it, you see briefly at the end of the in the okay, yeah, 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 toward the end of the series. <clears throat> that guy shows up. Like it was funny because I'm reading this character and they're describing him because he never showed up in the series after she went to try to recruit him. He didn't go with her. Well, that's like, I think and that's, that's the, the last we saw last of him, right? Episode. I think that's the second right. last episode. But that was yeah. the last we saw of him, right? I am pretty sure the story that I'm I'm uh, reading right now, which is called The Shard of Ice, I am almost 100% certain this is going to be one of the episodes next season. Oh, ah, okay, cool. Or after, because Yen will have to be back for them to do it. But but I mean, if, if you're into The Witcher much, like the whole concept of Yen disappearing at the end of the series is like, whatever. Did Jeez. she disappear? I think so. I guess they weren't clear on that. Like, um, the whole the whole battle happens and she goes buck wild, and then it looks back up on the cliff and she's not there. Mm. So I don't know if that was that she disappeared or that she'd collapsed or what. I but they know. didn't show. They didn't show her. I I thought that meant she disappeared. Mm. And next season will be the search for Spock. <laughs> but anyway, for Spock. Trav. Yes. I think we have exhausted ourselves. Do you feel exhausted? Not too bad. I feel like, uh, do you feel like any given, any of the one given days that I was in California at the end? Definitely not. That sounds, that does sound exhausting. Was it warm down there? No, it was fairly, it was like between, I think it was between the forties and sixties most of the time. Really? Wow. It was either, it was either. Were they wearing full like ski parkas? At the best, it was pleasantly cool, but there was a lot of time where it was a little, little chillier than I would have liked. Hey, before we close up, I wanted to ask you, I saw the trailer because it's now on Netflix for Lock and Key. Do you know much about Lock and Key? It's I, a comic book, right? The funny thing is, is I think I, I don't know much about it. I okay. know that I listen to podcasts with creators. And I think I is it might be is it? It's not Tim Seeley, is it? Is I it don't know. Tim Seeley. I just saw the trailer because it auto played on my Netflix, I'm look at and that I was like, this actually looks kind of interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna close the the thing on here. Oh, that there we go. Maybe it's just the artist. Yeah, I guess it was by Joe Hill. Hi. My wife's here. Say hi, Penny. Hi, Penny. Okay, we're done. All right. Well, they need the green room. So, Travis, you can get a hold of us at late to the party. No, you can't. You can get a hold of us at later to the tater at gmail.com. Uh, anything you need to promote, Travis? Uh, this weekend, I'll be downtown at Wise Guys with Pete Lee. February 13th through 15th. Oh, you're going to be on my Five shows. Yeah. And uh, then I'll be uh, in Vegas on March 10th with Vicky Barbalak at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Check them out where you can. Blue Wave Theory does our music. I'm going to throw all the other stuff out because we've done it a million times before. So for quick endings, this has been Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And better Tate than never. <laughs>